This is Bunny Michael. When you approach your life from the consciousness of your higher self, the knowing how worthy you are, every aspect of your life begins to change. Your relationships, your career, your self-care, your body image, everything. Because this is the process of unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. True success starts with knowing how much you deserve. Following your higher self is an awakening process and it's no easy feat. But as you will hear from the callers on this podcast, our paths might look different, but our journey is the same. Welcome to EXO Higher Self. Hello and welcome to episode 53. How are you doing, my loves? It's early morning here. As I record this, the rain has been coming down for over 24 hours now. We're right in the middle of the tropical storms affecting the Northeast. I love waking up to the rain. I used to really not like it. I used to feel like rain was gloomy. But now it makes me slow down a bit, you know, internally. Like the repetitive sound of it is listening to a pulse or a heartbeat. I can't help but breathe a little slower. I also got a message from the electric company that our power might go out, so we shall see about that. Part of me kind of wants it to. To be able to unplug, literally. Light some candles. We need that so bad, don't we? To unplug. It's like when we do, we create a new space. But it isn't a new space. It's really just noticing the space we're already in. It's really just becoming present. Not being trapped in our thinking that takes us anywhere but where we are. Where are you right now? Are you at home? Are you driving in your car? Are you taking a walk? Maybe doing the dishes? Can you take a deep breath and breathe in your surroundings? Can you notice where the light hits, any smells, sounds from far away, maybe children playing on the street or the wind, maybe a dog barking or a bus going by? Let's give ourselves a moment here together to notice where we are, to really arrive. Let's breathe together. Breathe in. And out. Okay, one more time. Breathe in. And out. You know, every breath you take is an opportunity to see things differently. To experience more fully. To let something go every breath. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it amazing that we are breathing and living? Isn't it amazing that every living being breathes? I know there's a lot of not easy things about being human and living this human life on this world, but so often we miss the magic of it the divine nature of our existence, the beauty of simply breathing 
and being alive. I am so grateful that you are alive and breathing and here right now with me and everyone else listening to this. Thank you. All right, let's get to the questions. Hi, Bunny. Um, I love the podcast. Um, and I'm just sending this from the UK. Um, I discovered the podcast not that long ago, so I'm kind of binging the episodes, but I thought I'd just send a question anyway. Um, I was in a pretty bad relationship um, for about three years, um, and I'm now with a new partner that I've been with for just over a year. And I feel like I've been through uh, trauma therapy for my past relationship, and I feel like I'm in a pretty good place with my healing, or at least I thought I was. Um, but I find that I can be very reactive and defensive um, with my current partner about literally everything. <laughs> um, and we're really happy we get along well, but I feel like sometimes I'm so desperate to like cement a sense of self or to like stand up for myself in situations um, that sometimes it's m a bit misplaced. Um, and it's almost as if like, I'm like shoving my foot down on the accelerator to like defend myself or um, express what I think uh, so strongly. And sometimes it's over stuff that I don't actually, it doesn't even matter that much or, um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm very reactive and sometimes afterwards I get quite embarrassed because I just feel like I've kicked off and like had a massive go about something because I'm just so afraid of um, not standing up for myself because I was really not doing that in my past relationship. Um, and that's how I got to this position where I feel like I have quite a lack, a lacking sense of self. I don't really know like who I am or stuff like that. So um, I just wanted to know if you have any advice for trying to like stand up for yourself and say your opinion without becoming so, I don't know, I don't know if it's impassioned is the word, like I'm a very passionate person, but I feel like sometimes I just lose it because I'm so desperate to to be like, I'm not taking shit from anyone because I've taken so much shit in the past. Um, so if there's, if you have any advice on just being less defensive and because my partner has proved that they are a safe space for me, they're fully supportive, they've never been, you know, never put me through anything, they're trustworthy, they're loyal, they love me, and but I'm still reacting as if I'm in, like, this crisis situation sometimes. Um... So yeah, if you have any advice on dealing with that, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Babe, this is all very understandable. You're still healing from your trauma, so you still get triggered in certain situations. And when we get triggered, it's easy for us to go into survival mode, fight or flight. This happens, and the most important thing that you can do for yourself is to be self compassionate. The fact that you can recognize you want to change those patterns is a huge testament for your inner growth. 
first, you got out of an abusive situation. Like that took a lot of courage and self-awareness. And now, because you can recognize the difference with your new partner, you're growing even more. Building your awareness of the things you want to change can be a really tough phase of the journey. We get embarrassed just because some of the time we know better, we think we can't make a mistake. But mistakes are how we learn. This is the process. You're not moving backwards, you're moving forwards. And now you're ready to try some new strategies in those situations. One thing I would recommend is to walk away or take a time out. The moment you feel hurt or angry by something your partner does, don't assume you're going to be able to have a calm reaction because you're not there yet. Assume you're going to blow up and need some time and space to cool off. Go to the other room. Say you can't have this discussion right now. You have no idea what a difference 30 minutes can make to your perspective. 30 minutes? can literally change your reality completely. And I know exactly how you feel. I am an extremely passionate arguer. I'm an Aries moon. I know y'all all hear my gentle side on this podcast, but trust me, if I feel angry or attacked, you better watch out. I can literally blow fire. Ask my spouse, lol. And similar to you, I get so defensive because of my abusive relationships in the past and feeling like I am proving to myself that I'm stronger now. Listen, you don't have anything to prove and neither do I. What happened to us in the past wasn't because we were too weak. It happened because we had abusive partners that took advantage of our tenderness. It had nothing to do with you not being strong enough. Our tenderness, your tenderness, is a gift, not a weakness. We have to stop blaming ourselves for the ways in which we are victimized. We have to stop thinking that we did anything wrong. We have to stop being angry at ourselves for being in that situation. It was not your fault. And as you build more awareness around your triggers, this will get easier, I promise. This is why relationships are so healing. This is why love is so healing. You gotta tend to the wound. Triggers are like a check-in at the doctor's office. Okay, how's the injury now? How much does it hurt? If you broke your arm, you would be patient with your healing process. You wouldn't be like Jesus Christ arm, Hurry the F up and heal. What's wrong with you? I'm so embarrassed that you're not healed yet. No, you'd be like, okay, well, it sucks to be in this cast, but I'm happy that every day I get a little better. This is how you must be with your emotional and spiritual healing. Do you journal? I find it so helpful when it comes to my relationship issues. When me and my spouse fight and I'm still angry, I like to really have it out with my spouse in my journal. Like, I just let it out. I really think writing helps. It really helps for me, and it could possibly help for you too. Remember that even though you have triggers, your triggers don't define you. They don't define who you are in the relationship either. You are defined by how you love. 
And you working on your triggers is part of you loving your partner, you know, being willing to look at this stuff. That's how you are a good partner. A good partner is someone who's willing to grow and be accountable. And you are. You are not your past. You are not your trauma. Emotions are temporary. Your higher self is always there for you, patient and compassionate towards your healing process, never shaming you, always encouraging you. Take deep breaths, walk away when you need to, and ask your higher self for guidance. Hi, Bunny. Um, I just tried to leave a message and I talked too long, so I'm going to try to make this more succinct. Um, I have a question about the vaccine, just like as a whole, what to think, because my first instinct about it was like my gut felt like my higher self was saying, do not put that in your body. And I haven't so far. And it's been really difficult because I feel guilty for not protecting other people as that is the point of the vaccine. Um, and my parents are both really mad about the fact that I haven't gotten it. And my dad has become one of these angry social media old people that just shits all over anyone who has a differing opinion than him. And makes it very clear what his real opinion of me and the fact that I haven't gotten the vaccine is. And to my face, he's angry, but civil for the most part, um, and has an air of understanding. Not really, actually, no. He doesn't understand at all because he doesn't understand the idea of, like, following your intuition. And that's really the only thing I'm going off of as far as not getting it is the fact that my gut says don't. Um, and also because like I'm in the age range of people that it affects like young women in their late twenties, early thirties, whatever. And that is scary. And there's just, there's a lot of fear <laughs> around it. And every time I feel like I'm going to cave and get it, um, something happens where I change my mind, like a friend who she and her partner both had the vaccine, both got COVID and it was really bad and they weren't hospitalized, thank goodness, but um, it still was, it was bad. And she said, you know, if you haven't gotten it, I would, I would say probably don't. And all of this, these outer factors, and I hate being so easily swayed, but I just, I'm scared and I don't know what to do and I feel guilty for not doing my part at protecting other people. But I also feel like if I learned anything during the pandemic last year, it was to trust my gut and I just, I don't know anymore and I need help. I need advice. So I'm, I've been thinking for months to ask you and I don't know why I just haven't done it. So here I am asking you, um, I appreciate everything that you do for this community. This podcast is wonderful. It is so healing and brings me so much peace and joy. And I. Well, I appreciate you being so honest and asking about this. Let's take a moment to separate the issue of getting the vaccine from your relationship with your parents. 
The relationship with your parents and their approval and opinions and Facebook posts and all that are getting mixed in with your decision-making process about the vaccine. So you not getting the vaccine has also been an exercise of your own autonomy and independence from the influence of your parents telling you what to do all of the time. But this isn't about your parents. There's a lot of fear out there. There's a lot of misinformation because this issue has been so politicized. It's come to represent things that it just shouldn't be about. Like it shouldn't have anything to do with politics. It's become a tribal issue, a way to separate us, to make sides, to fight over. Not getting a vaccine has cultural implications that literally have nothing to do with the actual vaccine. It's gotten so out of hand. Or on the other side, like if you get the vaccine, then you will be just like the people who are being total assholes about getting the vaccine. We have to consciously separate all that other crap from the issue. I understand that you want to listen to your intuition, but it's really important to separate your higher self's intuition from your fear. Fear can manifest in your gut, in your body. I think you're afraid to get the vaccine because you think it will hurt you. And that is totally valid. A lot of people are. You shouldn't feel guilty for being afraid. But just because you are afraid of something does not mean you shouldn't do it. You know why I want you to get the vaccine? Not only because it could possibly save lives of people you could transfer COVID to, but it could save yours. Yes, you can still get COVID with the vaccine, but it greatly decreases the chance of you getting fatally ill. I'm really grateful that your friends recovered, but that might not have happened if they weren't vaccinated. Babe, I care about you and I want you to take every opportunity you have to protect yourself from this disease that has killed so many people. People just like you and me. Your higher self is the voice of love inside you. Love protects. Love nurtures. Love takes care. Love connects you to every living being on this planet. You are a representative of your human community. And we have to support each other. We rise and we fall together. I wish so badly that we didn't have to get this vaccine that we didn't have to put anything in our bodies that we didn't want to. But life doesn't always give us what we want. And we have to do what we need and what other people need. I truly believe that getting the vaccine is not only the right thing to do here, it will also release you from holding on to this burden that you've been carrying of whether or not to do it. It's unnecessary guilt. It's unnecessary for you to be having this inner conflict. Trust me, you will still get to disagree with everything your dad says. It doesn't mean you're losing your voice. It doesn't mean you're sacrificing who you are. It means you will greatly improve the chances that you will be well enough to be who you are for longer. Hi, Bunny. I hope you're having a great day. Um, Thank you so much for just being a light in my life and just helping me connect to my own shadows and my own self. Um, You're truly just such a light in this world, and I love you so much for that. 
Um, so I identify as a queer South Asian man. And over the last, you know, five, six years, I've just been on the dating apps and I've been putting myself out there, hoping to find a partner. Um, and I think sometimes when I talk to some of my um, white queer friends, I find that, you know, like I, I don't get that many matches comparatively. Um, and in general, I feel like the people that I have matched with and gone on dates with I often find that I'm, they're, we're not just we're not spiritually aligned or they're not spiritual they're they're not spiritually inclined in general um and i've realized that's really important to me um yeah i think my question i would love some advice from you on how to disconnect some of my own potential just attachments of my self-worth to how many matches i'm getting or how desirable i kind of feel just how can i disconnect that um from how many how much, you know, external attention I'm getting. And then also maybe just how I can find a partner who is aligned. I don't really know where I can go to find someone who's queer and, um, you know, spiritually inclined. And I would just love your thoughts. Thank you so much. Love you so much. Bye. Hi, cutie pie. First of all, all the apps have totally given us a distorted expectation of romance. Dating apps didn't make finding an authentic connection easier. It made it busier. It's not like since the apps, there are less single people in the world. And the apps can be a very dehumanizing experience. We judge other people's character and our compatibility in about 0.5 seconds. Swipe, swipe, swipe. And because we weed through so many people and don't find a real connection, we're like, What's wrong with me? I can't find someone after going through literally hundreds of people. It's a really distorted view of reality. In truth, we find our partners in divine timing because the universe is bringing you every experience you need to nurture your self-acceptance and self-love. So what is this experience teaching you? Well, that you cannot depend on finding a partner to give you self-worth. Intellectually, I'm sure you already know that. But in practice, not getting as many matches as your friends is triggering your fears about not being good enough. This stuff is coming up in order to teach you how to love yourself just how you are. And yes, we absolutely live in a white supremacist world. So it would be naive not to think there are racist people on the apps who might not match with you because you're not white. But who freaking cares about them, right? Trust me, you would much rather have less matches than match with people who see the world that way. You know, any given time, we can focus one way or another if we want to, to feel like we're not good enough. You know, one day it could be matches on dating apps or not getting enough likes on social media, or how we look in a certain pair of jeans, or maybe because we don't have a partner. Like we can find ways to put ourselves down because we've all been conditioned to find lack within ourselves. It's a mental pattern that we have to become aware of and through that awareness, stop giving it so much power. I have no doubt whatsoever you will find someone who you really connect with on a spiritual level because that's who you are. That's where your heart is. But don't worry if it's not happening now. That's part of your spiritual path too. It's like you're looking for a spiritual connection but not trusting what spirit is giving you now. Do you see how that's contradictory? 
We have to trust our paths. The more you resist it, the less you learn the lesson it's trying to give you. The less you learn that lesson, the less you're showing the universe you're ready for another lesson. That's all that's going on. One lesson to the next. So try to enjoy where you're at right now in your life because when that person comes, it will be great, but it will be a whole other set of challenges. And you will have something else to send into this podcast and ask me about, lol. No, really, all I'm saying is that you have nothing to worry about. Have faith in your higher self. Have faith in love. You are enough. The following question is from an email. Hi, Bunny. Thank you so much for this podcast and for creating a space where we can all heal, grow, and evolve. I have deep gratitude towards you and how openly you share your wisdom. I would love some advice on releasing a person who does not treat you well. I was in a very toxic and complicated relationship with someone. We are no longer together, but we are still involved and see each other sometimes. I am afraid to admit that my attachment to this person has become very unhealthy. I do not like the way they treat me or others at all, but I keep finding that every time they reach out, I'm pulled back into this pattern of needing validation from them. Although this person constantly deceives and takes advantage of me, my sense of self-worth has become dependent on their behaviors and actions. I would just love some advice on how to put up a boundary and release a person that is not good for you. I am struggling with still wanting them, even though they negatively affect my thoughts, emotions, and perception of myself. Thank you again, and I'm sending so much love to anyone who has or is currently experiencing a situation similar to mine. Hi, Han. You said your self-worth is dependent on them validating you. I don't think that that is true at all. Your self-worth is dependent on you not needing their validation. Because when you depend on them validating you, you're not letting your higher self validate you. Every time you get the high off them validating you, it's like making the attachment greater. Similar to being a drug addict. Yeah, it's more painful when you're going through withdrawal, aka when that person is denying you their love and validation. But just because an addict gets their hands on some drugs to ease the pain from the withdrawal doesn't make the addiction any better. It makes it worse. Every day you don't talk to this person, you are lessening your attachment, even though it feels painful. Not all suffering is bad. There's necessary suffering and there's unnecessary suffering. Unnecessary suffering is talking to this person who hurts you. Necessary suffering is going through the pain of letting them go. Either way, you're going to feel shitty. But one is for the purpose of healing and will stop being painful over time. There is no indication the pain will stop if you keep hanging out with them. I think people have a misconception sometimes about boundaries. Like they're going to make everything easier right away. And so if it doesn't feel good, then maybe it's not the right boundary. But boundaries don't feel good. They are like the hardest things to do. Boundaries are like pushing a car up a hill. There is so much resistance. But the resistance 
is an indication you need to get that car up the freaking hill. Your higher self has been telling you this for some time already. And you wrote in and you told me the same. And now I'm telling you back to yourself. You already know what you need to do. I can say that probably most of the people listening to this have experienced or will experience what you're going through right now. These are the life experiences that teach us what boundaries are and how to make them. No one taught you this at school, so it's no wonder, you know, we don't know how to do it. Write this person an email and tell them you need a boundary for your emotional health and you can no longer talk to them. Or you can do it over the phone, but I feel like that's actually harder. You don't owe it to them to do it any way, but the way you need to do it to get it done. This relationship dynamic isn't healthy for you or them. So making this boundary is the right thing to do. It's the loving thing to do. Babe, you are so strong and in touch with your higher self. Can you feel that? Put your hand on your heart and feel the strength inside you. Feel the love inside you. It's protecting you. It's honoring you. Know that you deserve compassion and tenderness and joy. You can give that to yourself. Nothing is going to get in your way. And now it's time for a listener response message. This one is from an email. Hi, Bunny. This is a response to one of your callers from episode 53 that was talking about their experience webcamming and having their content uploaded to other websites without their consent. I have been in a situation very similar to this and haven't met anyone else who has, so it was great to hear your vulnerability and honesty about the situation and feel like other people like me have gone through this. A lot of people don't even know what webcamming is, and I had to explain it to my therapist and had a friend of mine tell me, camming isn't sex work. I was like, yes it is, lol. I started webcamming the year before I started law school, and at that time, I didn't have a very lucrative job, and webcamming gave me the opportunity to save the money I needed to take the LSAT, pay for my applications, pay for my tuition deposit, and pay for all the books I needed for first semester. It was extremely difficult work, though, and I did run into some assholes who would try to trick me or take advantage of me. I think the process helped me learn how to set and enforce my boundaries, though, and how to cut people off who were toxic. Also, it sometimes gave me a feeling of power and bodily autonomy that I hadn't fully felt before. So there were a lot of ups and downs and positives and negatives, you know, just like any job. Anyhow, while I was in law school, I got employed by the government and had to go through some pretty vigorous background checks. I started thinking about my time camming and wondering if any content from back then was still circulating of me online. At that time, I found out that someone had taken pictures and videos of my live stream and uploaded them to another website without my consent. It literally gave me so much anxiety that I didn't deal with it for years. And side note, no one ever found the content despite all the crazy background checks I've gone through. But last year, I faced the issue and figured out that it was not as insurmountable as I thought. The website I had been broadcasting from always had a watermark in the corner of models' live streams, so if someone steals the content, they can tell. 
They had a customer service tab on their site where you can ask a question and get help. I did that and they were super polite and helped get the content on the other website taken down by sending a letter that they were infringing copyright or something like that. It was such a relief to Google my old screen name and have nothing pop up. If the website you worked from does not offer that, I encourage you to reach out to the websites that are wrongfully publishing your content. Just sending an email to their support email saying, hi, I am this model and you are publishing my content without my consent at this link. If you do not remove this content, I will pursue legal action. However, even if for some crazy turn of events, you are unable to do anything to get this content taken down, you have to remember that, like Bunny said, you did not do anything wrong. You knew when you decided to start camming that it was okay to do. Just another job, another way to make money that requires you to perform labor and activities and interact with people just like any other job. There is so much power in freeing yourself from the guilt that our society will put on any woman who has bodily autonomy or control over her own sexuality. Of course, our patriarchal world has taught us that if we put ourselves out there, we deserve to be taken advantage of. That is rape culture and it is wrong. You are beautiful, professional, capable, and intelligent. Camming did not take any of those characteristics away from you and it may have even developed some of them. Being victimized by creeps on the internet did not take any of those characteristics away from you. It only took those characteristics away from the creeps. Don't waste your energy thinking of potential roadblocks that could arise in the future or about who could come across this material online. You are just as deserving of every opportunity as you were before getting taken advantage of. Your experiences gave you empathy for others and wisdom that many people don't have. We don't know what the future holds. All we can do is move forward and be fearlessly ourselves. You can be anyone you want to be and do anything you want to do. Do not take responsibility for other people's actions. You have not done anything wrong and you are still in control of your own destiny. Wow. Amazing. Amazing listener response. Oh my gosh. Woo, you should be hosting this podcast. (laughs) No, really, it was so beautiful. Oh my God, it's so, it was amazing to read that and um, to hear your perspective and about your experience. It's so eye-opening and educational. And yes, you know, like for anyone else out there too, who's going through this, you know, these companies that are posting this stuff, they can be legally liable. Absolutely. And there are lawsuits happening. So yes, reach out. Tell them they have to take this down or else you're going to pursue legal action. Amazing advice, beautiful guidance, so much love. I could feel from that. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your experience. I know it was meant a lot to um, the person who had sent in that original question. You know, oftentimes we think we're alone in our problems, right? Oftentimes we think we're alone in what we're going through. And I promise you, you're not, you know, like you're not the first person to experience what you've experienced. And that's why it's so important that we are unashamed of what we've been through, that we are willing to 
show support to other people. And that's why things like this podcast are so healing because you realize, you know, you're not alone. You're never alone. And what is bringing us together right now is the love of our higher selves. Our higher selves are guiding us to share our stories, to listen to other people's stories. Our higher selves are guiding us to our healing because our higher selves are the part of us that knows what we need, you know? Like, we have not been taught this. You know, we didn't go to healing school. So where do you think this wisdom is coming from? It's coming from within you. That voice inside of you is the wisdom of love. And we are all born with that. And that's our true nature. Okay? So be proud of that. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of the love inside you. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, and that's why the path of higher self is realizing we're good enough. It's realizing what we deserve because it's realizing who we really are. We're not these stories, you know, that we have been told about ourselves. It's just not true. So I'm really proud of all of us for finding our own truths. Okay, awesome, amazing, thank you. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to support us um, on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash exohiresself. That's how we are able to do this podcast and keep it going. I love you so much and so does your higher self. Have an amazing week. I'll see you next time. Bye. Exo Higher Self is recorded in Brooklyn, New York, hosted by me, Bunny Michael, produced by Kara Gilvey with original music and sound mixing by Michael Bihari. 